0: Deepical, difficult, difficult,
1: th- difficult, 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 th- live, difficult, 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 women. <coughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Woo. Hey, ha. Giddy up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Welcome> <laughs> I don't know how to start back. a thing. Hello. Welcome to listening to our podcast, <laughs> uh, Difficult Women. We're doing it all backwards. This over here is
0: Katie. Marie. Oh, <gasps> <And>, uh, Marie. <gasps> It's Marie and Katie. We've been doing this podcast for how long? We still have no idea how to do the the intro. It's it's the hardest
1: part. It's the hardest part. How do you start a thing? How do you start a set? How do you start a pod? How do you start? Right. How you start a date? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I get lots of drinks. Um, That's Katie Frame. I'm Marie Till Anderson. Difficult Women Podcast is in your ears, and I am so excited about today's episode. Yeah, because
1: it hit. It hits home. It hits home. It does hit home, and I, maybe it will hit home for some of you from all sorts of different perspectives. You know, mm-hmm. like we're definitely looking from it from more of like the single slash dating perspective. But I think um, I think a lot of you all will uh, resonate with this in many different ways. And I, we always we always are so hedging around the topic. But let's just say what it is, <laughs> okay. and it's about
0: dating people with children. That's right. So have you dated people with children? Yes, it's I cut have. to it. I've <laughs> dated uh,
1: a couple people with children. Uh, hmm. One person I dated, they had one young child. Um, How young? Um, or Are yeah, pr- you uh, maybe like baby three, baby? or so. Not not a baby, okay. but close three ish, mm-hmm. preschool mm-hmm. age. Um, and then there was another guy I dated who was much older than me, and he had three kids between Ooh. the ages of six and eleven. Wow. And in- both cases uh and I dated him for like six months Mm -hmm. um but in both cases I never met the kids which Mm -hmm. I was very glad about because (laughs) in both cases I mean obviously I'm not with them now so um I don't know but it was definitely something like when it came up you were like oh yeah this is like a thing three children three children and he I mean he was older he had been living his life for a while
0: so (laughs) (laughs) he's entitled to have three kids right huh I've actually never dated anyone I've gone on a couple first dates with people with children that and too, then yeah. I don't know what happens maybe the date doesn't go well but in my mind sometimes and this makes me sad but I will talk about the band Reformed horrors, and I fear sometimes maybe some of these men have gone home and like googled me and yeah. they are like they don't want this feminist to expose her wild beliefs to their young children or something I don't know that's only happened once or twice so like who knows what really happened but I didn't hear from back from I mean it's definitely I've thought about that too it's definitely a possibility but you also kind of just be like you know we are who we are too so oh yeah. yeah and that's not my person then but I'm I used to be totally against dating people with kids because I wanted my own family and my own children and and I I didn't I mean, I guess it's just selfishness, but I think that you know, to have my—I didn't want them to have like a, another child before our own or something. And mm-hmm. that, that that mentality was when I was younger in my twenties or something. But
1: and now, now we're that we're I'm older yeah. and I'm, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> mean, lower you know, lower these, bar. No,
0: just kidding. <laughs> yeah lowering. Just no. <laughs> no, but it's just like more men, you know, have have you know have children, and yes, so absolutely, it's. It is hard to to navigate through that. So,
1: there's so Um, many
0: like layers to it.
1: And, um, we're it's cool. We're going to get to talk to, um, our friend, an anonymous friend, uh, about her experiences. Yeah. Uh, currently dating someone with children
0: and how she's navigating it. So, ladies and gentlemen, right now in the studio, we have an anonymous source who is currently dating a man with a kid. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun.
2: <laughs> make it sound so ominous <laughs> yes yes secrets boom, are going
0: boom, to reveal boom. the secrets of the child bearing. <laughs> but just because she's in a new relationship we don't want to you know we don't want to fuck things up too much yeah, for, basically. for her basically <laughs> So a dear friend of mine is sitting right next to me and we're going to just dive into what it's like dating a man with a kid and hopefully our listeners can get some tips on it because at a certain age when you when you're dating, you know, both of us have have been experiencing uh, yeah, yeah, the older you get, the more Kids baggage. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. It's so wonderful to be here. So, have you ever dated a man with a kid before? I did
2: date a man with a child before, oh. but it was very brief. And I actually, um, which I think is an important thing about dating a man with the kids. Cause I would say tip number one, meeting the kid is a very, very big deal. And mm-hmm. I was dating this man and I liked him, but I just didn't see a future for us. I just knew he wasn't really going to be my long-term person. And so, uh, and I guess I'll just add. Part of that was because um, he was really into Adult Disney World, and that just really scares me. <laughs> <laughs> so there were some red flags.
0: <laughs> Wait, Adult Disney World? Like World he liked to
2: vacation there by wow. himself as an adult with his Whoa. family. Yes. Yeah, so, anyway, um, so <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. I was just gonna
1: say I do think there is like a, an Adult Disney, or there used to be, Pleasure Island. That was in the nineties. Yeah. Okay, never yeah. mind. Sorry. No, <laughs> we'll no, he had all the
2: points time. and all the like you know cards and and regularly went multiple times a year and his family his extended family anyway so so he was not my person but he had a kid and I and he and he did feel strongly about me and it was starting to reach the point where he wanted me to meet his kid and I just mm-hmm. knew that since he wasn't going to be in my future I should not involve myself with meeting his child That's so very I very
0: responsible ended up
2: breaking things out I was wanted to and it was just the right time because I didn't want to get involved with her so that was my first experience mm-hmm. But this is my second and by far the more serious one. And um, I am really interested in this man. And he's Mm. wonderful and perfect for me in a lot of ways. And so uh, I am really putting in the work to navigate and learn what it's like to date a man with a child mm. that i'm invested in have you met the ch- children of this man i have so we met have. yes and so that was a big deal like i was saying i think um i just think you know when you're when you're dating and and that starts to you know come up as something that will be in the future it's just i took it really seriously because you're starting to expand her world. Well, it, his he has a daughter, so I was looking at it a lot as I'm, you know, it'll be expanding her world, and you know, asking her to bring someone new in and trust someone new, and it's just something that I didn't want to take lightly, but. And I was really nervous about the meeting, which I think mm. is obviously not a weird way to feel. I was very anxious about meeting her, but it really excited because he had done a great job of um, sharing her with me prior to us meeting through sending me pictures. We talked about her a lot, and I had a good sense of who she was. So it was exciting to finally meet her. Um, and it went really, really well, but it's also something that um, I think... You know, is being paced at a really we're, we're pacing it at like at a nice rate because we had this initial meeting and then it was a few weeks before I hung out with her again. It didn't just yeah. happen. It wasn't like suddenly we meet right. and now we're spending all our time together.
1: Right, right. You don't have to tell me the exact age, but is she below ten or above ten? Yes,
2: she's below ten. She ah. just turned eight.
0: Oh, okay. I know.
2: It's a really cute age because I feel it's like a it's a fun age. Yeah, if you're a teenage, that's just. Can be challenging Oh I bet A lot more moodiness To contend with A lot of opinions Um, And really really young I think I wouldn't say I wouldn't do it I think it could also Be great But I think that also Has a lot of challenges Where you're really You know Would be stepping into A lot of You know Like toddler parenting is very oh, different sure. it's, yeah, yeah. God,
0: could you imagine yeah
2: it's just a really fun age
0: and did you know before you went on a date with him you met him on a dating app I did I as met him we on all do these days on hinge <laughs> yep um but on his profile did he say he had a child or like so you knew straight up yep yeah that's great
2: and it's interesting because I was dating I'm 39 and I you know Dropped my I loved that little piece of tuna in the in the dating pool, <laughs> dropped myself back in and at 39 and was like, okay, let's see what's out here. And as Marie said, when you reach a certain age, it's really interesting because the last time I was on a dating app, I was in my mid thirties and I didn't set my age before forty. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, it was just a lot less. That wasn't so much an option with with men in that dating age range. But when you get above 40, which I had set my range to 50 this time. Whoa. Yeah, looking for those silver foxes. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, there was a lot more. That was a big, big part of the package was, was kids. And he did say that. He said has kids. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm interested in dating someone with kids. So it was definitely a, like... I considered that when I swiped as a positive thing.
0: Because I've been talking to some people and they do not have it marked that they have children. And then they'll just drop it like several, you know, texts back and forth about their kid. And I'm like, okay, you got to lead with. I think you have to lead with that. I I really do. yeah It's a big thing. I was going to say, I did go on a date with a guy
1: one time who did not say he had kids. And then he disclosed he had a kid on the date. But it turned out his kid was like. Thirty-five years old. How like, old was he? No, his kid was like he was. He was like a little older than me, but he had had a child very young, like when he was thirteen. Oh. Oh. I mean, like when he was like sixteen or something. Wow. wow! So his kid was like twenty or something crazy. So I was like. Okay, I guess it doesn't affect me then, <laughs> like almost right. at all. Which is anyway, right. side note: <laughs> is your son single? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I honestly like that's more concerning. It's like, am I gonna be attracted to your child? Um, no,
2: I think if it's if the child is obviously under eighteen and living at and in, in there and there's co-parenting and there's I mean, if the child is in this person's life they yeah. should disclose that up front because as I've come to learn you know I even went in I would say somewhat naively and as we've gotten more serious and as it's become you know as I've gotten more involved there's just things that I wouldn't have anticipated which I'm sure we'll talk about in mm-hmm. this podcast feeling mm-hmm. and experiencing both in the very much pros category and also just some I wouldn't even say they're cons but they're just like new waters I'm navigating in mm-hmm. dating so I think, you know, it's something to you have to really think about it when you when you are starting to get to know someone, if that's what you want to take on.
0: Yeah. Right. So what are some of the pros? I think this is great. Number one is just seeing your partner as a father. Yes. I would say I that's there is such a pro. Hotter. Like in Brooklyn. Oh, my God. Like I would. <laughs> I'd see a man with a baby. Uh, like a hot and I'd be like okay where's the ring are they single are they oh no they're married they're always married with like a brownstone but there's always going to be that one guy Mm -hmm. there's nothing more attractive than a man who has their shit together and I mean of course there's lots of fathers who don't have their shit together but you know it must be very attractive to watch a man maneuver being a father especially to a young girl I think Mm -hmm. could be I don't know.
2: No, it is a huge huge pro and he is an amazing father. Ugh. I can say without a doubt. That's I mean, so hot. And he and yes, <laughs> and it was so fun because I found myself as we were getting to know each other just so excited when he would share a text with me about something that he and his daughter were doing if they were like, you know, having a play date or reading and I was just and just getting to s- it, getting to see him in the virtual space was so exciting mm. that I was longing to know what that would be like in real life IRL to see him just mm. yeah, like just being so present and and it and engaged with her and and they have a beautiful relationship and so i found myself hungry to witness that and it's been really Mm. fulfilling to see it
0: that is beautiful that is definitely
2: a pro yeah um
1: i think the other pro for me would be like i'm still like do I want kids i don't know if i want kids but if you end up with that person forever You get to be a part-time mom. Yes. (laughs) No, I I would say for me. If there's another, if they're not like a full-time father, but if they're a part-time father, you get to be a part-time mom. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. Totally.
2: And I'm really navigating for myself. I mean, I always, I, I do want kids. I've always wanted kids. I'm not sure if, you know, that's, for me personally, in my future, to bear my own. So, this was also something I was considering at 39 and dating is, oh, there's this like mothering adjacent role that I mm. could take on where dating someone with a child could be really fulfilling. It's like a third way that I hadn't seriously considered. I don't, she doesn't need another mom. I'm not looking mm. to be her mom. That's no, a no, big, right, big one. Right. I would say that's right, a big. Right. You know tip to remember because that's important but you know to be able to have a relationship with a child with someone that you are in relationship with that that you you build your own special relationship with that kid and Mm -hmm. it's a way of having kids in your life and having this kind of adjacency that I thought would be really really fun
0: Mm. well that was number two pro of just like being able to develop a nice relationship with the child yeah Um, Number three though I think this is funny And this is from like A stepmom podcast That I was (laughs) listening to But they said Children make you A better person Which I'm like uh, Sure Depends on how bad Of a person you were Before I guess That's (laughs) true (laughs)
1: That's a good point But I mean I'll tell you It makes you You have to be, you can't be so selfish, just like children in general. Like, you have to Mm -hmm. be able to put these kids first. And even if, like, I can imagine in a scenario where you're dating some guy and then you have these, you made these great plans and you're supposed to do this thing. And then your kid has to be picked up early from school because he's sick or his kid has to be picked up. You you have to just be able to understand that, like, your plans are out the window. Like, the dad has to do for his child first, period. And like, mm-hmm. I, that could be hard, I think, in a relationship. I mean, we'll get into the cons, I guess, but, um, but stuff like that. So that could make people better people if they were.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. I was actually going to say, I mean, that's very true. I even mm. found myself talking with my dear friend Marie here yesterday mm. on a walk <laughs> about this very issue, which is how we came to decide to do this. Who are
0: you? <laughs> she popped out of the woods and was like, I'm dating a man
2: <laughs> with kids. <laughs> so. No, but we were talking about how in some ways the challenges that you do navigate, I was, I, fi- I have found myself really like ready to take those on because it feels mm. like an opportunity to show. Show up in a bigger way oh, than I maybe yeah. even have in other relationships, you know, because there's I think the opera, I think the possibilities, the the pros, the the real like rewards that you get from this can be so much can be really really big that it's mm-hmm. been it's been helping me flex some muscles in myself that I think while it can be hard are also really good ones to flex like patience you know and we'll get into mm-hmm. some of the pros but that has been a big one for me just really developing patience and understanding you know how you do have to kind of put yourself aside and realize that you're in this with a lot more people and your right. your needs are not always going to be first and like yeah a selflessness which mm. just developing those qualities is a really good thing it makes you feel good when you lean into that and sometimes um, yeah so th- so that can help you show up in a bigger way i think
1: well, I was going to say that I think that uh, it's also probably doubly hard when you're first starting out. And I. so the person that I mentioned earlier, <laughs> um, one of the things I remember was like, he'd have to get up early and drop his kid off at school every single day. The kid didn't live with him, but he had to wake up and he was the responsible one for getting him to school. So, like, that meant I had to wake up early. (laughs) And I was like, like, what's going on here? But then you realize, like, okay, I think the other thing about it is it makes you go, like, how much do I like this person? Like, Mm -hmm. how much do I want to be in this with this person? Because, like, in my case, I was like, this isn't – I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't for me. It was that – it made me realize that this person may not be for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, the scenario was fine. He was doing exactly what he should have been doing. But I was like, is it, do I want to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning for him? <laughs> and the answer was no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the cons because, and I do think, when I say cons, I think that we can reframe them and make them positive. But I think that this is, again, like just maneuvering through dating a man or a woman with a child just anyone with a kid because I've also been talking to another friend of mine who has a kid and he's actively dating and how and just hearing from a man's perspective too um of how like he had he had it was kind of sad he like planned to have a date with this girl he had to get a babysitter the babysitter came he was like ready for the date and then his date canceled (laughs) i was like to line up a babysitter and then so it's just like understanding the nuances of how much it how much it takes to you know go on dates and stuff when you do have children anyway first con that comes up is that you will never be the main his main priority right Uh, because and that's actually just to switch it it's like that's great because he the child should be his first priority yeah I was gonna say that's what makes him a good man yeah (laughs) you're like
2: I want this quality in you right um but it is challenging and I would say um that's been something that has has definitely been new for me that was probably the biggest like whoa okay this is what this feels like when um when you it's it's yeah, I mean, you will be his priority sometimes. It's not that you won't be. And so that can feel really nice and especially can feel even, it's an even bigger feeling when you see him kind of making a choice to prioritize you in a moment. You're like, oh, wow, this is like sometimes harder even for you to do and you're choosing to do it and that feels really good. But yeah, then the you will never be the number one priority and you shouldn't because that's absolutely where his child should sit.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so number two con of dating a person with a kid Uh, is the baby mama drama Mm, mm -hmm. I mean of course (laughs) you want to be respectful obviously because that is the mother of the child but then you also are maneuvering where you fall into like the relationship as well I don't know
2: yeah I mean I think it's hard because one thing I've been challenged by or just been having to you know grow into is that you know uh, like when you break up with someone and they don't have a kid and then you you that's like a no-go zone like you should not have contact with your ex if you're dating right. someone and they're you know still texting their ex constantly it's like wait what's going on this right. just doesn't feel right <laughs> so you really have to shift and that's been something for, you know and 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 my partner and his ex have a really really healthy relationship it's a total 50 mm. 50 co-parenting they that's beautiful it's beautiful mm-hmm. and I'm and i respect that immensely for it and because they have that kind of intentionality around parenting they're in touch all the time because of their daughter and and he was really helpful in saying I think this is going to help you a lot when you begin to make the shift from seeing her as my ex to seeing her as my daughter's mom and seeing Mm -hmm. her just in that role which I think was really really helpful Um, and it has been you know uh a growing edge, I would say, for me um, to remember that and just remember, oh, when he's receiving these messages all throughout the day, it's because, um, you know, he has to.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. You know, sometimes and there's sometimes there are situations where... The relationship wasn't resolved well, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. you know the relationship between the parents is not very good, and they still mm-hmm. they are neg- they're trying to figure out how to be co parents, and then when another person comes in, I know that that can be really hard. Then, um, I mean, for everybody in yeah. that situation, including the kids, so that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah,
2: I think one thing that's helped me realize, remember, and and has also helped me just get some perspective is. You know, I'm not really dating one person. I'm dating three people. And there, there's, you know, there's a lot of – there's other people in this that I am in my own way developing relationships with each of them and then thus with me. And so that that reminder has just been really – important for mm-hmm. me to consider, you know, that – and and like we were talking about at the beginning, it's requiring some flexing of some of these muscles of, like, a certain selflessness or a certain kind of awareness that you're, you know, you're not, like, the only person in the room. Like, you have – it's not just you and, and your partner. You have these other, you know, actors that you really have to – Yeah. And it's not even just
1: you, your partner and the kid. It's you, your partner, the kid there, that kid's mother, maybe that kid's stepfather, maybe that's, Mm. you know, that kid's grandparents from both sides. I mean, like, it really is a big thing. It makes me it kind of makes me going to go back just to that idea, too, of like, you know if you're dating someone with a child and you're trying to push to meet the child quickly cuz you think it's going to do something for your relationship with this person mm-hmm. like the amount of people that that choice affects totally is mm-hmm. bigger than you know in this moment you know what i mean yep. like it's going to cuz even the mother of that child is going to have feelings about yep. you meeting their child you know what i mean Absolutely. or the father of that child meeting you know that yep. child so it's like it's a lot
2: <laughs> this are, but it's great it's not this is wonderful but I would also say another tip if possible and I did this and I think it was really really I think it I think it was a good way to to operate is in terms of meeting the the child like I just this was new for me like I said I dated one other person but really didn't have much experience in this arena I really really liked like and liked this man as I was getting to know him so I saw the possibility of a, of a partnership a, a longer term partnership so I was I did obviously want to meet his child but just to not be the one that's pushing that like I don't I think in the role right, right. of the new partner I mean maybe if it's gone on for like a year and you mm-hmm. haven't met the child maybe mm-hmm. maybe or, or even I mean there could be a time frame in which you do have to say well wait a second what you know why have I not if we're still together but in the early stages as they're navigating what it's going to be like to introduce a new person into their family because that's the other reminder, you know, he has a family, like however things play out with us, we'll develop our own kind of family, you know, with as a new unit, but he has a family and that family right. is really important. And that family has to be preserved and considered. And so just not pushing, I really kind of just operated as like, I'm, I'm letting this be directed by you guys. I'm following your lead. It's the pace that makes sense for you and your family. And, um, and then kind of really just stepping back and then, and then as the trust builds, you realize that, you know, to have a more hands-off approach in the beginning builds a lot of trust to be able to have Ooh. a little more hands-on as things develop, or you just, as my partner put it, which was a really kind way to say it, he's like, you know, you're getting a seat at the, t- or you have a seat at the table now. Hmm. So you, you know, you're at this table and it, and, and it was very validating and it really honored, like, you have feelings about this and I want to know what those feelings are hmm. and like, you should yeah. voice them and you should feel comfortable. But I do think in the beginning, it's best to have more of a hands off approach and let the pace be like to kind of step back because you need to build that trust. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. first meeting of the child, you know, I, I was nervous, like I said, but excited. And it's like there's kind of a, you know, you want to make a good impression. We always want to make good impressions. And so it's, you know, I was joking, of course, you know, not coming laden with gifts. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like just anyone that needs to hear
2: it. Like, of course, I was kidding that I would do that. But, you know, the, the bigger picture he, or the bigger point here is just really almost go in with no expectations. I would say, like, mm. don't even go in with low, just kind of go in with no, just try to keep it as casual as possible possible because you have no idea what that you know you're really trying to center yourself with the child and what this is going to feel like for them and they may Mm -hmm. want to you know they may not want to talk to you they may be like Mm -hmm. I don't I'm nervous about who this person is a complete stranger that's you know talking to my dad now and or or they may be excited and they may be they may want to be super chatty and and playful but just to not take it personally just to be able to go in Mm -hmm. and and say this is just a casual meet like here we are we're just going to hang out and and however it goes just roll with it and try to leave yeah. with it with as little personal insult if it didn't go the way you wanted it to just yeah again flexing those muscles of the selflessness like this may this you don't get to control this situation and you may leave feeling disappointed or whatever I personally thankfully had a great experience and I felt really lucky mm-hmm. for that because it did go mm-hmm. very well and it was it was a really lovely play date but I think I went in with very very low expectations um, and I think that paid off. That's really good.
1: I just want to add to again, like from the framing of the children's perspective, like you really don't know. You've never met this child and you don't. And maybe even the parent can tell you as much as they can. But like you don't know how that child is processing the divorce. Absolutely. Because I think that that's part of like what this whole thing can be. It can be a wonderful celebratory thing where you're bringing more family into the Situation, but can also be like traumatizing in the sense that, like, if that child was very upset by the divorce s- situation, you're you're the you're the you're the bad guy coming in potentially. Not always, but potentially. So, like, I think that that's excellent advice. Is to don't try to force the kid to like you. Don't try to force, and it's and they can will fully they can. I know kids can easily come around too if you're if you are having a bad experience. Absolutely, it doesn't mean that that first
2: experience writes the narrative for the relationship. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But it's a really good, you know, it's the starting point, and it's just it's just good to be able to really you know do the selfless work and center yourself with what this this child is going to have a whole experience around this and in this particular case mm-hmm. it's not really about me um right. in this right fir- in this first meeting you know
0: for sure it's very mature it sounds like I feel like I'm a real grown-up now guys <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is interesting because you know in our 20s and and you know it, I, I was just such a mess with relationships and things would get so messy and but and things would affect me so easily and and my feelings would get hurt and stuff but like with this conversation and just being grown up there's a lot of like confidence that you have shown up with Mm -hmm. you know like you're secure with yourself you love yourself and we talk about this all the time when you love yourself you draw in the positive you draw in good people who are attracted to that but also that you're able to just prioritize what you know is safe for you And that you trust yourself and that but that just I think just makes for better relationships and it I don't know We should all Love ourselves And then attract people Who also love themselves, And then we can all Just hold hands And <laughs> well, fucking Kumbaya I think,
2: I think the confidence And self-worth piece Is really important I really do And I'm glad I mean I think it, We're always on this journey Like I'm always yeah. You know Wanting there's to There's always more work There's to always do. more work To be done I am by no means Like I am so So much a work in progress But I have Over the years Of having different relationships And having You know Gone through those Journeys I, I have seen you know myself grow and it has been a growth process and it feels good you know having the confidence and the self-worth is important because like we said in the beginning you're not his number one priority Mm -hmm. and so if there's if you're feeling like there's there's places where you could be insecure about not feeling like you know he Mm. can prioritize you or that you matter you just have to have that well within yourself to know that you do and to know that you know you're worth showing up for and that he's he's making space in his life for you which is a really big deal and that's is a big testament to to feelings about mm-hmm. how how he feels about the relationship and that you are making space in your life for him you could go the easier route in some ways and not date a man with kids maybe that would be yeah. easier but going the, the route of saying I'm going to lean into these challenges it's like you have to have that I guess the confidence to, to say that is and important. that partner has to be worth it too exactly and, the, and you have to have the confidence to say you're worth it for me mm-hmm. I know that you're worth this because this is what I want you know and you, I, I want you
1: I think also what it's a really good test, and we talk about this in the pod a lot too, is it's it's a really good example of like how important boundaries are. Because you also have to, Mm -hmm. you have to understand that they're going to have their boundaries around their kids and their situation with their exes and things like that. But then also you got to work on your own boundaries and how Mm -hmm. much, what Mm -hmm. are you going to put up with? And I think on the, you know, of course, you're, like we said, you're going to have to deal with this like balance of like, you're not always put first and those kinds of things. But where then... Do you need to be put first? And where Mm. do you need to, you know? And it's funny what you said about, like, if someone doesn't want you to meet their kids after a year of dating, maybe they're not serious about you. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be, you have to be really honest with yourself and with and what do you want maybe you, this casual thing with this guy who doesn't want you to meet his kids is fine mm-hmm. but um you just have to be really really honest about what you're looking for and like what they want and like you you got to be able to communicate i think even more in these scenarios because again like other people are involved in this yeah situation so it's interesting
2: mm-hmm so I think another tip that's really important just think for for those of you out there listening um I you know and this is something that obviously I think you hear a lot about and read about but just in terms of parenting really letting the parents do the parenting and trying mm-hmm. as much as possible to step out and and mm-hmm. well it, it kind of goes to what we were talking about before with just building trust I mean I think the thing that's been really interesting for me in in this experience is the patience and the trust building just really has to happen I think there's a point in time down the line when that trust has firmly been built and you have a really solid relationship with the child and you're in more of a step-parent role where obviously yeah you can you can have opinions and maybe weigh in if, if you're asked on like some, you know, parenting situations. But in these early stages, which I think is what I can speak best to right now, since that's where I am, just really stepping back and letting the the two primary parents be the parents and and do the parenting that needs to be done and just not and not treading into those waters.
1: Yeah, that's really that's really good advice, I think. And, and that's good advice, too, for like, you know, they always say, like, don't tell parents had a parent out even outside of a relationship. You know what I mean? When you see something, it's like you, you, people shame, you know, mom, shame people and stuff. You, you don't know what it's like to be that mom or dad. And so and that dynamic. So I think that's ex- excellent advice. Um, I would also say I think one thing that can be really hard to being the outside person coming in, especially when the kids are little, is that sometimes you do see parenting behavior that you're like, this is not what I would do at all i think that can probably be a hard thing to navigate but i think overall you're probably right that like you just need to stay out of it because (laughs) you don't know it's going to get real messy interesting
0: interesting good point well the last con is and i think that this this can hurt i think um but also again with the right partner you just maneuver through it but that is that you will never experience having a first child together Hmm. Which is like, Uh, uh, I mean, if you want children, you know, a child of your own and I mean, you're welcome to speak personally about it or we can just generalize it (laughs) because it is a very sensitive thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that um, just hearing you talk about how like he does have his family and you're respectful of that. But then just, you know, knowing if you also want to have your own child and that sort of thing, just, you know. Being honest and upfront about that stuff.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I think in some ways that I think as, as I've gotten and and I can I will speak personally and just say, you know, I do, I do want children. I've, I've always wanted children. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's one of those I've thought about that. I've, it's crossed my mind many times. And I think the truth is you just sometimes there's things in life um you know, there's there's sometimes a weird beauty and and mm-hmm. and power in not always getting what you want, mm-hmm. you know, and if you and that is something that I will never experience with him having mm-hmm. a first child together. And so you just kind of there's a there is like a just leaning into acknowledging that there's some grief around that or there's some hurt around mm-hmm. that and that it feels like o- it's OK to feel that it's OK to say, oh, that's a missing experience that I that I wish I could have, you know, but I'm I'm not going to have it with you. It's okay to feel sad about that and to just lean into that sadness. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that that also makes me think that one thing I see on the apps a lot with people that have children, and I think this is another thing you have to be, super in good com- communication with if you're starting to get serious in these relationships a lot of people will say i have kids and i do not want more right mm-hmm. so don't so be careful that you're not going into something being like oh well i can change their mind they know what kids are like yep mm-hmm. <laughs> you know exactly. what i mean it's not like it's not like when we i don't have kids so like you can kind of be like i don't know kids maybe whatever it's like i think those people more than ever You got to believe it when they say I don't want more kids, (laughs) you know, and that was Um, a big
2: thing personally because you know Like I haven't really figured out like I'm still in a lot of unknowns about what that will look like for me personally and I will say I was pretty I, I was ruthless with that. I, I, it would say, you know, has kids open to kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt comfortable swiping on. Mm-hmm. If it said, right, has right. kids don't want more. I was like, you know, yeah, I'm not ready to fully close on. that door. I'm just
1: going to move no, on. Because it's not. And let's it's not you, worth it. No, it's not worth it. Actually, this is a side note, but I thought this was kind of a cool thing. Cause, uh, You know, those relationship statuses, like, I take those very seriously on Mm -hmm. dating apps. Mm -hmm. And this one guy, he didn't have anything up there. But mine says, like, looking for something serious. And I matched with this person. We were, like, totally hitting it off and texting. And then eventually he was like, it looks like it says that you are looking for something serious. Like, is that a deal breaker? Because I'm I'm not. And I was like, yeah, it's it. And then that was it. (laughs) And -hmm. I was like, and I appreciated that. It's just like, I don't want to. I don't. What are we trying to do when you're meeting up with people that. You're not. Just some of these basic things are not in a Well, I
0: felt duped recently. I had a date and I met the guy who's very nice. He's just in town for like six months on like a contract job. Oh, and I was like, that should be on your profile because I am looking for something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna drink this beer that you just bought me and goodbye, sir. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I did feel duped in that sense just we got to be more honest with Human you just got to yeah. communicate just, yeah, yeah. and i think thing. in
2: terms of this like this whole thing with transparency that we're talking about it just feels even more important when children are involved so yes. whatever it's going to be whether you have you have to be transparent that you have them that's probably mm-hmm. the number one thing you have <laughs> right. to be transparent if you don't want more you have to be mm-hmm. transparent if you do you just have to be the communicate i mean and then you can roll in just communication just gets so right. much more important when you have um, when you have tra- children in the picture, I think, and it can yeah. also be a really good litmus test for, um, you know, for the potential for partnership, because if the communication around the around any of this is is haphazard or sideways or feels wonky, um, yeah. then you're like, OK, this is not going to be something I want to step into, because to be in a relationship with a man with children, I think you have to have excellent communication even more so than not (laughs) not it just there's so much more to talk about there's so much more you have to navigate so if you Mm -hmm. can't communicate well having that added layer of a child and that part of that piece of the puzzle it just makes it so much more important to be able to talk well and talk Mm -hmm. honestly and Mm -hmm. talk openly Mm -hmm. and get out ahead of stuff yeah
1: so um, I have another con. <laughs> okay, oh. go for it. Okay, <laughs> which is also from personal experience, but not in the way you would expect in this conversation. Uh, another con could be that the children or the child hate you. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh,
1: and I'm I'm familiar with that from being on the child side,
2: mm. where oh, you did not my like... mom
1: started dating someone, and I did not like him, and mm. I made his life <gasps> a living hell. <laughs>
2: what
0: did you do katie Katie? uh
1: well he was like weirdly living in our house it was really Mm. the way that my parent my mom kind of handled it was not good so that did not help the scenario at all but so they were like kind of pretending they weren't dating but he was like living in our we had like a a room in the basement that he was living in Mm. it was weird and then um and they weren't being really upfront with me about it either. So also, by the way, people with children, like be upfront with your children mm. about the dating and stuff like that because it's sort of, it was just, it got real fucked up in that sense on my end. But also like, I just didn't like him. I just didn't like him, and um, I of some of the things that I did was I spit in his pants, which was like a thing I thought was like mean to do. And then the other thing I did, which is like real Dennis the Menace of me, was I super glued the flaps in his underwear shut. Oh, oh my Katie. god, Katie!
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is so Dennis the
0: Menace. That's yeah. So perfect. <laughs> I did you understand work? that, like? How old were you? I was like high school. eight. <laughs> I was oh, eight. like okay. eight All or right. nine. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I wasn't
1: like a teenager. <laughs> I was like
0: <laughs> a child. I'm going to keep his dick inside his underwear. Yeah. I, I mean, mean the bedroom about it. Great. <laughs> I
1: don't know if he <laughs> noticed <laughs> or I don't know how those flaps work anyway, but like, um but oh, yeah, I mean, I did yeah,
0: that. That would keep. Wow, that's brilliant. Good job, Katie.
1: (laughs) I just was like, so I mean, I think that like the other side of this conversation that that I'm super familiar with is Mm -hmm. the child. You know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. and, and that there's not, I don't think there's like as much, there's not as, well, I mean, there's things you can do as the extra person, like the step person. But I think also it's really important that the parents are communicating well with the children to the actual mm. parents of that child mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sort of, and I think also the other thing that can be really stressful on the kid is if you are a parent who is being really like angry about the new person coming in, mm-hmm. that affects your child too. So for any of you who have children and you're sharing your child with your ex partner and then, you know, a new date is coming through, you gotta have good communication with your, that partner, but also like, you got to figure out how how this is affecting the kids because you being mad at your partner or whatever is hurting the kids too. So like mm-hmm. you gotta, it's really important. I think it, I think that to me, the, the the biggest moral to this story is that the kids have to come first in these scenarios. Yeah, um, agreed. And I because think that's it really, really like, important. Can fuck with the kids. Uh, a yeah. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I think we did it. I mean, I think that we've we've uh, provided. All the tips for people all of them. To succeed. There's nothing more to say. We, we, we are an You are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> We're dating disasters, but good luck yeah, to we you, yeah. anonymous friend. <laughs> you're doing great. You're killing you're it. Do, you're killing it. Um, but no, this is good. I mean, I really personally like I have been dating men with with kids and I I, it's hard. It's hard to maneuver because i it's like new. to it's be different. first. <laughs> I want to yeah. be the priority. So mm-hmm. it's a good it's 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 a beautiful thing what you're doing and I think like just patience and transparency and communication you know it's all very grown up of you and I applaud you so good job thanks
2: anonymous friend
0: yeah (laughs) if you too have experiences of dating people with children or you like Katie <laughs> super glued some your mother's <laughs> boyfriend also if aunt. you are going through
1: a situation where you you were the one with the kids we'd yeah. love to hear
0: your side of the of absolutely uh, your experience on this too shoot us an email difficult women podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and share your stories so well, again, thank you so much for coming mm, on the Thank pod. you. This was so much fun. You, you guys are the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And see. And scene. Bye. <laughs>